Hi friends, and welcome back to The Sandwich, hosted by me, Amanda Muse. And me, and Esme. Esme Muse, I guess we're calling you, but Esme, my eight-year-old daughter, is here. And we are going to be tackling some questions, mother-daughter questions. You never say tackling. Tackling, that means we're gonna answer them head on. Yes, exactly. We're not gonna, no holding back. We're just gonna answer these questions. And so this particular podcast has actually been made into a video. Yeah. So if you would like to see us answer the questions and watch us, you know, listen and watch at the same time, yeah. uh, head over to YouTube. Head over to YouTube. And uh, this particular Q&A is actually following a game from a channel called The And. And it's not sponsored. Not sponsored. We just really like these questions. And even like last you night. You like these questions. I do like these questions. It's pretty cool. You can do all sorts of different types of relationships. Parent-child, siblings, ex-couple, lovers, friends, marriage, like all these different um, relationship styles. And it's are, really- Are lovers and friends the same thing? No, we'll talk about that another time. Um, it's like boyfriend you. and girlfriend. And you're my friend. That's true, but I'm your mom. Um, and so uh, I will link below the questions that we used. It's an app I purchased a while ago, and I just yep. always find myself coming back to it. They're very hard-hitting questions. Oh, and sometimes um, after we watch a movie, <coughs> we will lie down on somebody's bed. We alternate. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. It's your bed. Usually, okay. Yeah, my bed's a bigger one. Yeah, um, and we and um, we all ask questions like. Um, What's your favorite thing about me? What's your favorite thing about you? What's your thing, favorite thing about this microphone? All those things. Yes. Cool. And she used that app and she was hiding it from us so we did not know. <laughs> they just thought I was coming up with amazing questions. So without further ado, let's do it. Let's go. So the first thing that it says when you are about to start the questions is you have to relax. Let's take a deep breath. And then it says look into the other person's eyes. So let's do that for a moment. Why are we doing that? Does it actually Yeah, it does. It's like relax and look into the other person's eyes. And what that does, first of all, you have beautiful eyes. And I love that green <laughs> eye. And it lets you just relax and connect with the person. Have you ever heard the word intimacy? Intimate? No? Just right now. So when you, a lot of people struggle with looking into another person's eyes because it feels very like, oh, this person can see me. I feel very vulnerable. Yeah, sometimes I will just like look in someone's eyes and see if like, they'll just, because every time I'll, I'll just go like one, two, three, if there's three people next to each other, one, two, three, and then they'll all just go, they'll stare at me for like three seconds and they'll just like, look down right yeah. so that's people who you feel shy or you feel a little bit like intimidated like, yeah yeah so we've looked into each other's eyes you relaxed yeah. high five let's do it okay. do you want to ask me that question so we go back and forth when do you worry about me and why hmm i have to say at this precise moment with you being eight i worry about your confidence. So around this age is when a lot of young girls start to think that they're less than what they are. And you are like the most important person. I get a little emotional just saying this out loud. You're one of the most important people in my life. And I never 
ever want there to be a day where you wake up and think that you aren't the most amazing and fabulous and intelligent and beautiful creature that you are. Because a lot of people wake up and they say, I'm not good enough, or I'm not pretty enough, or I'm not smart enough, and I think you are enough. That makes me feel really safe. I love you. I love you. Okay. Oh, little smoochy smoochy. Okay. You smell, that's what the smell is. What? She smells like cake. <laughs> At least it's cake. Probably my lipstick or something. Okay. <clears throat> Here's a question for you. This might be, some of them might be heavy. If it's too complicated, we'll move to the next one. Um, what is the pain in me that you would like to heal? Do you know if mommy has any pain that you would like? It doesn't have to be physical pain. I could be a broken heart about something that you would like to heal. I think it's when um, we ask you what happened when you and dad fight. I think that I would like heal that if you guys couldn't fight. Yeah, to have mommy and daddy not fight. Yeah, and just like the pain of telling what happened. Because mm, it's too much, right? It's just too much. Yeah, so mommy doesn't talk about that stuff. But yeah, mom and dads, sometimes they have fights. It's, it's, it gets really boring. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Moms and dads have arguments. Yep. We so try to do them so where you... We... That's it. <laughs> All people have arguments. You know why? Because we're different people, right? We think different things. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good answer to that one. Okay, oops. Let's see, next one. When are you, what does it say? Proudest. When are you proudest of me? When, it says, when were you proudest of me? Oh, when were you proud? When were you proudest of me? I think I answered this question last night when we were playing this game, but I remember a story when Esme was in grade one. And listen, I'm proud of you for so many little things. Oh, you've big answered things. this, but I want them just here. Okay, so when Esme was in grade one, um, there was a supply teacher that day, and the supply teacher actually happened to be a mother-in-law, or like the mother-in-law to one of my good friends. And I guess at the end of the day, this woman, the supply teacher, called her daughter, knowing that her daughter and I were friends, and was like, I have to tell you a story about Amanda's daughter, Esme. So I guess on break, so recess or something, there was a little girl playing by herself and was, you know, it's the start of the school year. She didn't really know where she fit in. Grade one's a big deal. Cause grade one is like the first time. That you guys get to be like. You with get, the big kids. Yeah, cause grade one's the one year where it's like you meet all the kids that you'll be with through all the years. And because in kindergarten, they just splatter everyone out into classes, so everyone's not in one huge class. But then in grade one, you get to pick um, if I want to go in French immersion, do I want to be in English? Like, there's those two choices. And once you pick, if you stay in that the whole time, those are the people you're going to be with the whole time. And it's like, exactly. you have to pick your friends in that class because you'll be with them the whole time. So on this particular day, Esme noticed that this little girl was by herself and without being prompted by anybody, you took it upon yourself to talk to this little girl and ask her if she wanted to play with you and just kind of 
you know, notice that this child was feeling sad and alone. And I was so proud of you that you did that because it can be very scary and uncomfortable to ask someone that you don't really know to be friends with you or to talk with you and play with you. And I can't remember who this kid was, to be honest, but I just remember feeling like, oh my goodness, Esme, I'm so proud. Because you noticed that someone was hurting someone something outside of your frame of you know reference no not your close friends not you know things people in your class but some other kid was feeling sad and you took it upon yourself to help them make them feel better you're awesome I'm really hot. she's taking off a layer this is a good one are you ready i'm ready what do you think i'm learning from you kids aren't perfect people aren't perfect People make mistakes from, because like everyone makes mistakes, so I think that you are learning that from me and I'm learning that from you. You think? And in what way? Do you have an example? Um, nope. <laughs> so you think that from you I'm learning that I need to like chill out? Is yeah, that what that it is? Yeah, you don't need to be perfect on your channel and you don't need to wear anything fancy and if I had a YouTube channel... Every day would be a white t-shirt and sweatpants. Every day. <laughs> no socks. I think these socks need to leave. <laughs> I like socks. It's cold outside. It's not cold out. It's a little chilly. It's not cold in here. No, it's nice in here. Okay, well, that's good to know. I like that. And you know what? I think that's pretty accurate. I've always said that when you become a parent... You're um, trying to be perfect. It's, it's not that. I think that you're trying to be perfect before you're you actually become a parent. And then when you yeah. have children, you realize... You don't need to be perfect. No, and it's like impossible. There's no perfect person. There's no one who's perfect. I kind of like, like um, you. The other day, um, Dad said the normal person while he was speaking to me in the car, and I said, there's no such thing as a normal person. I like it. All right. I'm not normal. She's not normal. No one's normal. Exactly. Next question. When do you lie to me? I lie to you to protect you from hurt. And an example? So I didn't lie to you specifically, but your brother. It's there was recently a situation where... I'm not mad if you lie to me because safety is important. Oh yeah, so last night we were talking about when can you lie? Like when, when is a good time to lie and what did we come up with? Safety. So for your own safety. Like if some, if you were walking home by yourself and someone came up to you and they said, hey, hey little girl or boy, um, where's your mom at? And you'll just point to the nearest house. Oh, she's in that house over there. Why? Yeah, exactly. I live right there. It's cool. And you just walk up to that house and knock on the door. You know what I mean? That's what you would do. Absolutely. So you lie because of safety. I feel like parents lie to their children to protect them from hurt. Also, if it's a surprise truth but there was a situation recently where um jack wasn't invited to a friend's little thing Don't and tell him. i won't know i'm never gonna tell him but you know i didn't want him to feel hurt i didn't know if he would feel hurt so i just kept the information to myself because um, it was one of his friends and hey life happens You're, it's not always going to work out in your favor but i think moms and dads always want to prevent oh i got an invitation from... to a birthday today the one i've been talking about wonderful but i was going to say is that <laughs> moms and dads don't want their kids to feel hurt like there is probably no greater pain 
to mm-hmm. me that when I see my kids sad or heartbroken by something, like it physically hurts me. So that's when I would lie to you is if I knew something that would hurt you, I'm like, I do not need to tell her. Okay, my turn. Okay, so question for Esme. What is the question you don't want me to ask you? Is there anything? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like this could go one of a few ways. I don't know. What question do you not want me to ask you? Can you make your bed? No. <laughs> what do you usually say after I say that? No. Yep. <laughs> or no, you just march up those stairs and make that bed. Okay. Crisp corners. Yeah. Uh, Is there a question you don't want me to ask you? Some of these are deep. Do you want to move out? That's a good one. You want to live with me forever? I'm going to live in, with you until I feel ready. Because, like, you just moved out when you were old enough to drive. Not even. Yeah. I moved out for different reasons, that's for sure. You moved out because you had a bike, probably. No, <laughs> I had a car. moved out because you had a car. I moved out because it wasn't the nicest, happy place to be living. Uh, I never want you to ask me that question. To move out? Yeah. <laughs> Listen. I'm going to move out when I want to move out. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We'll see about that. Listen, of the two parents, your father will probably want you to live here forever. <laughs> I'm kicking you out. If you're not out by 25, you're getting the boot. Deal? Call the police. Look at her. You'll be 25. You'll be a grown person in my house. Yeah. Listen, but you know, in all serious, that's very sweet. And you're right. You will leave when you're ready. But also knowing you and how, <laughs> how strong and independent you are. You'll be leaving as soon as you probably can get out the door. I'll be like, wait, bring I'm, me with you. I'm mentally strong and physically strong. Absolutely. Oh, physically. Hello. Okay, swipe to the swipe that way to the right. Okay. Um. Okay. What's a mistake you've made that changed your life? Oh. A mistake I've made that changed your life. I have a hard time with this. Let me think about it. I often don't think about my life in terms of mistakes or regretting things. I don't think about it. As What's done that. a mistake I made that changed my life? I, oh, mm-hmm. I have one. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I wouldn't say that it's necessarily a mistake, but I did something that wasn't good, but it changed my life. So when I was living in Vancouver, I had a job that I would sit at a desk and answer phone calls and they would be for other people and I would pass the phone calls around. So that's called a receptionist. You're working at the front desk at the reception. Like at school. Yeah, there's a receptionist there. That's right. Two. That's right. So there was this one client that kept coming up and they kept calling and they could not find an employee for their company. So it was an, I worked for a company that found people work and found companies, employees. Well, anyway, long story short is they couldn't find anybody because it was very hard to find somebody who spoke French and English. But you did? I did. And I also realized that I made way, like 
what I was making at this job versus the new job, I would be making so much more money. So I did the right thing and I went to the person in my office and I said, hey, I think I would be a wonderful candidate for this job. Would you consider putting me forward? And they said, no. And I was like, the apple may not fall far from the tree. I don't take no for an answer very well. I was yeah. like, I'm sorry, what? did you say what? I was like, no, okay. So the next time that I saw that client, his name was Dean, oddly enough. And I said to was him- it the same? No, it was a different Dean. And I said to him, you know, I'm perfectly fluent in French. And he was like, really? Do you want to grab a coffee? And I said, sure. So I had a coffee with him and they ended up offering me the job. And that job was, it was a very interesting experience. I made a ton of money. I worked my tail off. I got amazing experience. So it started in a way where it had to be dishonest and like go about it that way. And, and we ended up trying to make it fair with the company that I worked with when I left. Got it. But it was a mistake in a way, but it worked out really good. You're like, boring mom. <laughs> Next one. <coughs> you want to swipe it for me? Yep. Okay, I have to read it to you. Ugh. Question from Mummy to Esme. What is something I could do that would make you never talk to me again? I think it would be selling one of our dogs. Oh, I would never. If you did that, I would like never speak to you again. No, I would never speak to me again. If I did that, you better have my head scanned because something's wrong there. I love those dogs. I love those dogs. Even though they're crazy. I love them. My favorite thing is like when honey, when I just like lay on honey, I'll just like be on my knees in the kitchen. I'll just like, <laughs> and she just like sleeps out. I'm like, She's all sharp corners and long legs. She's like long legs, like sticking everywhere. I she, love that um, dog. Oh, and she sits, she sits like this. She's oh, just like, she's like regal. She's like, I'm a queen. I'm okay. A queen. I just love her. She's so dumb and I love her. Um, but that's true. Oh yeah, your turn. That was a good one, Esme. What's something you would like to fix about me? Something I would like to fix about you. don't know. That's a weird one because I think you're perfect just the way you are. Or something I... I mean, do. I would love it if you cleaned your room more often. No, I don't <laughs> like that question. I um, the I think that you... Okay, the truth is you're a lot like your dad and you are quick to feel things. Oh yeah, I've got a short short fuse short fuse so it's like but it's good like in most of the time it's great because when Esme's happy it's happy like instantly if you're sad it is instantly sad if you're mad it is instantly mad like there's no and you've been like this since birth there is no time doubt there's that, no dull time when I'm around no well it's you know you, you know you're chill you're cool I'm chill but I'm not always like that but what I was gonna say <laughs> is that for a dull time I'm always like Oh, you're an adventure. But wait, what I was gonna say is there's never a moment where I ever am like, I wonder what Esme's thinking. Oh. I always know. Because yeah. it's on her face. Yeah, oh she loves you. If it's I'm on in, her face. I'm, if I'm upstairs and you're in the basement and I get mad, <coughs> if I start um, you know, um putting things out of my mouth like screaming, you can hear me from downstairs. I can do it right now. 
No, we're good. Let's move on to the next question. This one's actually for me, so you ask me that one. What do you think you missed on out by becoming a parent? So what do you think you missed out on by becoming a parent? I haven't been a parent. That's you're asking me. I'm going to answer this one. So what do I think I missed out on? I think I became a mom. I was 27, and honest to God, I don't think I missed anything. Becoming your mom. I switched it. I know, it's for me. Becoming your mom was and is still, to this day, the greatest thing I've ever done. So I'm coming. And you're not even realizing how profound that is. And truly, I missed out on zero. I don't feel like I missed anything. I ha I've always lived a very full life. I did exciting things That's in my good. teenage years, exciting things when I was in my 20s. I was on a TV show. I was a professional cheerleader. Oh, I traveled. Um, you should um, put the link down below of what that TV show was oh, named. Yeah. And then you got, so you can search it up on YouTube and in some little bits of it, you will see Amanda. So you should check that out. Check it out. So I feel like there's so much that I did. And if, if I, what do you think you missed out on? Had I not had you, this is going to be serious here. Got it. Had I not had you. We wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't have known how wonderful it is to be a mother. And in a oh way. Oh my gosh. In a way, I kind of get to be the mummy to you that I didn't have. Oh my God, that's so nice. And it's true. Wait, so if you didn't have me, you wouldn't have Jack, probably. Obviously. You're a pair. I just, I would never have known how beautiful motherhood could be or how wonderful a mother could be until I had you. Does that make sense? I love you, you little crane in a butt. Okay, next question. <coughs> Excuse the coughing. Um, what no, is no, the, this it's, is no, it's, I have to ask you. Are you ready? Yeah. What is the greatest lesson I taught you? Like, be confident and don't be afraid. Boom! Yeah, girl! How do I show you that? I think just as a YouTuber, you're not afraid to say what you're feeling and share your life. And I think that's taught me a lot because um, sometimes at my age, you would... Um, some girls think they're not good enough, and you, I, you've really taught me a lot to like be strong and happy and stand up for myself. Yeah, girl. I think I'll keep you. You're not losing me. <laughs> that's right. It sounds like you're going to live here forever. Wonderful. <laughs> well, that's it. Those are the questions. 12 questions. No, I wanna do you have anything go, you want to add? I want to do a couple more No, that's questions. it. We've done this for th over 30 minutes now. Do you have any last-minute questions? Um, what is the biggest emotion you see in me? Can I answer this truthfully? Yep. Say it in my ear and then I'll laugh and then you can tell them. I will tell them as well. I think that there's two big emotions, right? Okay. There's love. This is how people lead their lives. There's love and there's fear. You, my dear, are ruled by love. Sometimes that love frustrates you, so it comes out as frustration, but overall, 
you love and you love hard and you love big and you love your friends and you love creating and you love science and you love dancing and you love clothes and makeup and all the things. And I'm proud to know you. Are we good? Wrap? Well, that is all the questions, everyone. I enjoyed doing that. That was fun. Yeah. I didn't even mean to do this today. You came to me and were like, hey, we should record a podcast. Let's do this. So here we are. Turned into a podcast video duo. Yeah. So if you're watching the YouTube video, you can go check this out as a podcast if you want to listen to it again. Yeah. And uh, if you missed the video version because you were listening on the Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever, check out the video. Okay, well, if you're new, please subscribe. Please subscribe. And I am not actually on every video. No. But you should check her out. So, yeah. And check out her Instagram, Amanda Muse. And we will see you later. Bye. Bye. That's so good.